Welcome to the Enter the Kingdom podcast, where our goal is to equip listeners with the tools they'll need to not only enter the kingdom of heaven here and now, but remain in the kingdom that Jesus ushered in 2,000 years ago. I'm your host, Harrison Watson, and in 2018, God called me out from the world for this purpose and many others. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. All right, welcome to the 21st episode of the Enter the Kingdom podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Watson. Hey, it's good to, good to be here. You would not believe the struggles that I had trying to get this episode live. So it's getting out there a little bit late. Normally, uh, normally I have it done the night before and up live by about 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but that was not to be the case this time. But, uh, you know, it says that we will post every Monday, and God willing, we will. Well, God wills. And so that's why we're posting today on Monday. Hey, um, wanted to share something with you. You know, I think the thing that's been really crazy lately has been how much attack there has been. We've been talking about persevering in all things, keeping momentum moving forward. You know, when, when we step into the things that God's asked us to do, we have to understand that there might be some resistance. But hey, last night on the stream, what did we read? We read... Isaiah 53. Let me, get, let me find it. Apologies, it's Isaiah 54, 15 through 17. I'm going to read from the Christian Standard Bible. If anyone attacks you, it's not for me. Whoever attacks you will fall before you. Look, I have created the craftsman who blows in the charcoal fire and produces a weapon suitable for its task, and I have created the destroyer to cause havoc. No weapon formed against you will succeed and you will refute any accusation raised against you in court. This is the heritage of the Lord's servants, and their vindication is from me. This is the Lord's declaration. So if we get any attacks, this is, you know, another version says their righteousness is from me. But if anyone attacks us, it's God's telling us it's not from him anymore. This is about his covenant of peace that will last forever. So what does that mean? If it's not from him then we know it's an attack against us from the enemy. And we have the authority in Jesus' name to come against it. So I come against all attacks, all distractions in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus over everyone in my family, everyone who listens to this podcast, and everything that God has put into my care, into our care. We plead the blood of Jesus over it. The Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you, Satan. We come against you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I just thank you. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for the authority that you've given us in your name. Father, protect us. I ask this of you in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, and we will refute any accusation that is raised against us. This is the heritage of the Lord's servants.
Hey, today's episode is actually about that, what it means to operate in the name of the Lord. So um, we're going to go over that and uh, hope you enjoy it. All right. Welcome to uh, another stream. You know, we started this streaming during a week of prayer and fasting, uh, and we've just kind of continued doing it every night at 9 p.m., and it's been kind of, it's been honestly really encouraging for me uh, in a lot of different ways, and uh, there have been some times where it's been difficult for me to get on here. There have been some times where, um, boy, in my in my flesh, I just didn't want to do it. In fact, I'll tell you what, even... You know, about an hour ago, I was sitting here and I could just feel in my flesh I was getting tired. But as we've said the past couple nights, it's all about perseverance. It's about perseverance. Now, it's not about persevering in our own strength. You know, it is It is absolutely because there are times where maybe God's trying to tell us something and then we're fighting it in our flesh. And I got to be honest, I have to fight this all the time. I, re- I really do have to fight this a lot, and I'm just telling you that um, because I don't. I want us all to be honest with each other. Uh, I'm certainly not perfected by any means, and you know, there's a situation where sometimes my wife's trying to share something with me, and I'm trying to share something with her, and uh, and for whatever reason, it's just difficult for us to be able to fully communicate and sometimes uh we're able to work past it pretty quickly and sometimes we can't so um i got some work to do (laughs) there's always times when it's uh just when pride decides to get in the way i have sometimes i have this issue and i'm 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 explaining this to you because i think I, i suspect i'm not the only one with the issue um where when I see something a certain way it's like really hard for me sometimes to like let go of it um and the example that you know we'll talk about tonight might be an example of that I think um the truth is that God has given me, and he's given all of us, whether you've met them yet or not, he's given all of us somebody. He's given us himself, which is our first partner. But he's given us somebody in some time, um, to help us, to understand things that we can't see. The Bible says, for now we know in part and we prophesy in part. And sometimes I can get so set in my ways and so set in my own understanding of things that boy I just have a tough time letting go of it and I think some of that's okay in that you don't want to be just open to every type of truth out there that exists but when you know that you're talking to somebody who has shown a capacity in the past to really, truly, deeply consider the things and ways of the Bible. People who are truly walking in alignment with the Bible, it's probably better to shut up and listen. 
and I have a tough time doing that. And I think uh, there have been times where you know I've I've given my wife a lot of credit on this stream in many many different ways. And the truth the truth of the matter is that without her, I just I I would be a mess. I would be. I, I mean, in so many different ways. Like God's used her in some pretty incredible ways to be able to help me see things that I just struggled with. And sometimes when I get into these moments of cognitive dissonance or just pride, um, sometimes I can try and project it out. And it can seem like it's coming from a good place, but the question is, is it really? And so um, I think that's something that I need to probably talk to her about with this particular situation. So I'm just going to explain it. Just going to explain the situation here. I was hoping maybe she'd be able to hop on, but uh, I screwed that up <laughs> uh, by not just trying to listen beforehand. And we had to hop on here. We just kind of ran out of time. But what we were talking about is this idea of, you know, we say things like, I pray this, and you hear me say it on here a lot, in Jesus' name I pray, or I do this in the name of Jesus, and, and there's biblical value in that. But she and I were discussing it, and again, I'm going to have to come back to you with the full understanding after uh, she and I have had the opportunity to speak about what she's trying to say, but I'm going to try and sum it up in the way that um, I understand it so far, which is probably slightly wrong. Um, if not totally wrong, <laughs> uh, but I'm just going to share it anyway, because I think it's helpful for, especially we men to try to consider that, you know, he could have just kept Adam, right? But he didn't, he did, he did say, I, I'm going to create a helper who is suitable for you. <laughs> and then, you know, he created, created all, he, then he created Eve. So... There's a reason why he's done that, and uh, I think that if it would be good for all of us to try to consider it more, uh, the biblical foundation of that, including myself. But so the understanding is this, and and in this we're actually in total agreement. The idea of doing something in the name of Jesus—it's not just a quip you say at the end of a prayer. It's not just like. Uh, God, <laughs> this is awful, but I think this happens, and so I'm going to say it. I think this happens, where it's just like, hey, I really need, like, to win the lottery. In Jesus' name, amen. Like, I, th I think people will do that. And that's maybe an extreme example, but the idea behind saying, and why Jesus says in the Bible, you know, Anything that you ask in my name, I will do. That the Father may be glorified. It's John 14, 13. Um, and I'm going to read the whole verse. I wish I pre-printed it, but I didn't. So give me one second. I'm going to read the whole verse. John 14, 13. I'm reading out of the New King James Version. 
Actually, I'm going to start at 12. This, the, the section in the New King James Version Bible is called the Answered Prayer. What we're going to be talking about, again, is we're reading you know, verses uh, 12 through 14. And this is called the Answered Prayer. And again, what we're talking about here comes down to what it means to do something in the name of Jesus. Okay, so this is a really radical statement that Jesus says here. It says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And even greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. Now this says he, but you have to understand that it means anybody who believes. I mean, it's not gender specific. I just want to make that clear, abundantly clear, in case anybody decided that it wasn't that. It is for anybody who believes. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So number one, Jesus is saying something that's very radical here. He's saying that anybody who believes in him, not only will they be that will they do the works that he did. And let's think about some of the works that Jesus did. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He made the deaf hear, the blind see. He drove out demons. He made paralyzed people walk. He took a couple loaves of bread and fish and fed both 5,000 men plus women and children, and then 7,000 men plus women and children, and had and had leftovers. Oh yeah, he was also resurrected from the dead. And, and there, there are multiple historic accounts of this, historic coming from the Gospels. But what Jesus is saying here is, is something that we all really truly need to grasp onto. We need to grasp onto Jesus saying like, hey, you're meant to be able to do these works too. So now the question comes down to mechanics. Well, how's that going to be possible? He's like, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And then he goes on to say again, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, what's important to understand here is what does in my name mean. It's not just a quip at the end of the prayer. It means walking in alignment with, right? To do something in the name of somebody else or something else means that you are, you are, you have the seal of approval from that person's name that you are walking in alignment with them. So, Who needs to understand that? God needs to understand it. God absolutely needs to understand that you're walking in alignment to be, because Jesus' authority also comes from the Father. He says that to us. He says, very truly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees his Father do. It's John 5, 19. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. So the authority structure comes, comes in this way. So it's about alignment. Like, are we aligned with the ways of Jesus? Are we walking in alignment with them? Are we walking in alignment with some other way? Now, and you can't just say, in Jesus' name, do this. If you're not walking in alignment with them, you have no no authority to do that. We have biblical evidence of this being the case. Like, there were people who who tried to use the name of the name of the God that Paul preaches because they didn't have a personal relationship. They weren't walking in alignment with him. They tried to use that to drive out demons and the demons came back on them. So alignment's super important. It's like the thing. It, it is fundamentally 
without alignment, these types of things aren't possible. And that's why Jesus is saying, so, so what's Jesus really saying here? That number one, if you're not seeing these types of things coming to fruition in your life, are, are we really truly believing the way that he's saying that his believers should believe in what they should be able to do? That's a huge question that we need to be, that we need to take back to God for ourselves. God manifesting them. And by the way, it takes time. It's not like he's just going to be like, yep, you got the seal of approval now. You know, it took us a long time to to wrap ourselves up in, in misalignment with the ways of God. It's going to take some time for us to get aligned. But you can't just access the full power of God. Like, by just, like, again, God's not a genie. You can't just rub a bottle, say Jesus' name, and then something good happens. It's not the way it works. It's about alignment. That is the fundamental starter. Without it, Without it, that's what's meant by in the name of. We were having a discussion about whether or not it needs to also be said. On top of that, kind of my belief has been, and I might be dead wrong on this, because my belief has been that you need to say, it's kind of like showing a badge, like a police officer showing a badge, like, I am doing this in the name of, so in the name of Jesus, I command you to, to leave when you're driving a demon out or, so, or so, something similar like that. And in truth, when I've seen these things come about in my life, that is the way that I've operated. And so, but that, but I think what my wife has been trying to get, like shake me to get me to see is that, and I'm not sure about this, so I'm I'm not fully sure about this, and so you're going to have to tune in tomorrow because I promise you that by tomorrow we will have a resolution to this and be able to come to the full alignment. I'm kind of working this out on the fly here and trying to say the fundamental disagreement and the, re, the not disagreement, but... Um, where we're not fully aligned. Um, the reason I'm doing this too is because I think it's important that we do work these things out because it's going to happen. It's going to happen, right? I mean, how many different churches are there? We're, we serve, you know, we, we all serve one God and Jesus is, you know, Lord of that church. You know, he, he is our Christ, yet somehow we have, like, a, a, if you look up the denominations on Google, like how many there are, it's just insane. So there's disunity that exists in the body, and one of the things that God said that we're going to have to change is that. Um, we have to become one. And so I think it's important for us to actually figure out how to struggle through these things. Because it's going to take some of that. It's going to take mostly a lot of swallowing pride and figuring out how to walk in the spirit. And I'm saying that really for my own benefit, because I can promise you that as much as I like to think that I can be humble, there are certainly moments where I can be. I can promise you that sometimes my pride will try to rear its head. And I'm not proud of that. And I'm not saying that because I'm proud of that, or I should be proud of it. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely not. Anything that gets in the way of God's work because of me is evil. There's no other way to, to, to take that. It's just evil.
And so that's why you heard earlier that I was praying and singing against it and asking God for his help. But I have always thought that you also need to say, on top of, on top of that, including alignment, that you also need to say in Jesus' name or in the name of the Lord. Um, you know, my wife points out, pointed out something beautiful. David did use this. He used in the name of the Lord, uh, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. And David did that before Goliath. And then he said, that, and he will deliver you into my hand. And that's, you know, that this is that, that's why it's Jesus is Lord, right? I mean, that's where this comes from. Uh, it's a, it's a translation from Old to New Testament, the way that it's worked, but we're still talking about the same. We're still talking about the same. Um, and I'm not sure beyond that. You know, it, it's always been my belief that that needs to happen. And I think what she's trying to say is that if you're truly walking in alignment with God, you already have that seal of approval and you already can operate in that power. And therefore, you don't need to e- explain that outwardly to the entity who may not be in alignment with God. My thought is the opposite, and I've shared it. And so I do trust that God's going to be able to give us clarity on it over the next day or so. If I don't get to it today, uh, I promise I'll get back to you on it as soon as we do have clarity on it. If I don't get to it by tomorrow, and in God, it's going to take more time. I just promise that we will circle back to it eventually. Because it is important. It's important for us to understand, not semantically or anything. Again, God's not, there's no like, there's no like, how to, how to drive out demons manual. Like, you got to be careful with that because there are fundamental alignment issues that matter. But those alignment issues are going to be different for every single person because every single, I mean, it, fundamentally being aligned is not going to be different for every single person, but the step to getting fully aligned with God will be different for every single person slightly because every single person is dealing with things that are slightly different from each other. Nuances, nuances that matter, different ways to drop pride. You know, when you're refining gold, you know, you're using the same fire to refine that gold but sometimes you got to take it at a different angle in order to be able to get a specific piece of dirt off of that piece of gold. That's what I'm talking about. It's the same refinement process. It's the same thing that we all have to go through, but all of us have to go through it slightly differently because of the very specific things about our lives that God knows about and the order that he has to put us through in, in order to get us through it. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to, to figure out to figure that out um because i mean god's awesome and i certainly don't want to be teaching something to anybody that is wrong so i i'm just flat out sharing with you right now that i i've given you what my understanding is and the way that i've seen it operate in my life and how that's operated but i also know that my wife never says anything that she's not very sure is from God. So, like, like she just doesn't do it. Unless if she's calling me a jerk. <laughs> but, well, to be honest, maybe God's given her that too. But she doesn't do that very often. She doesn't do that very often. Uh, and to be honest, I probably deserve it a lot. But anyway, 
that's neither here nor there. I, I know that she never says anything that she isn't sure is from God. And so I want to be honest with you and say that I, I need to come back to you on it because it's so often that she has, that God's shown her a different, a different perspective that is um, beautiful, complete, well thought out, and brings to me a new level of depth of understanding that unfolds like an entirely new tapestry of who God is. And um, I'm just excited to be able to work through that with her and also be able to come back and share with everybody else and also with God, obviously. The two of us working together with each other and God to to work it out. Um, But yeah, uh, I think that's probably where we should stop for now. I know that I'm kind of leaving us with no resolution, but I am interested to see if anybody has any things that they've experienced or anything like that. And so, God, I just thank you that you're always working. I thank you that you are constantly revealing new, wonderful truths. Not that they're new truths, but new levels of understanding of who you are so that we can continue to grow in our understanding and alignment with you. Father, I ask where there is any confusion, I ask in Jesus' name that you would remove it. I ask where there is any division that you would remove it in Jesus' name. And I ask that you would help to unify us together with you on this issue so that all of us can be one with you. I ask this of you in Jesus' name and consider it done by faith. Amen. God bless. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today on the Enter the Kingdom podcast. If today's message was an encouragement to you, please consider sharing it with someone whom you think it might encourage. Also, make sure to subscribe for free to our podcast and join us every Monday, God willing, as we continue on our journey together. God bless. We'll see you next Monday.